The following program is an original WWE podcast. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Ooh! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first episode of this brand new podcast. New day. There's a the. It's actually the. Yeah, it's the new day. Is that our? Yeah, yeah. You can't start us off. Yeah, I can. That's not. Well, it's a thing. I mean, that's supposed to be the introduction. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, I mean, you can't begin with it. No, no, that's not. That wasn't my vision either. We talked about it. That was not my vision. When did we talk about it? When did we talk about it? We talked about doing this podcast thing. And, yeah, you know, we talked about the name, and I didn't envision it being like that. I think you should restart. Like, I think you should restart. Restart it. Restart. Okay, um, take two. Take two. Take two. Take two. Okay. Ready? Yeah, yeah, Ready? Yeah. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this brand new podcast, The New Day. Feel the power. Wow. It's, wow. it's, it's weird, that, though, because I don't like saying yeah, feel the power. That's you. That's you. Oh, okay. that, that's what then, threw me off. Then you got to so, alley it, and I'm open. Okay, so check it. Check right. it. Check right. it. Right. Take three. Take three. Take three. Take three. Wait, wait. What's Kofi going to do? What I do every time. I'm going to facilitate with the hands. They can't see it. Okay. We can only show so much of this on tape. Yeah. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this brand new podcast. It's called The New Day. Feel the power. That's what I'm talking about. There we baby. go. Yeah, yeah. Your yes, oohs yeah. were weird, though. Why'd you, your ooh didn't like, your it, didn't, wasn't, it, was, it was ooh, and then it just cut off harshly. <laughs> because <laughs> I, had a, I had to cough. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't want to cough in the All microphone. Right, take four, man. All right, take four, take four. Take four, take four. for real. Get your ooze right. Clear your ooze right, man. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Welcome to this brand new podcast. It's titled The New Day. Feel the power. Yeah. That was much better. That was much that's better. It. Everybody that's listening, thank you, first of all, for, for downloading this and subscribing wherever you get your podcast. Because this is going to be uh, something that we do on a regular basis. And we are glad to have your ears listening to our sweet, sultry voices. I am Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, a.k.a. host of the greatest YouTube channel of all time, a.k.a. one-third of your boys, the New, New Day. Day. To my left sits. I am Big E. Big E or Big E? Big E. Big E. You got to leave that space what? in there because yes. there were, there's Big E, obviously. Uh -huh. Yes. May rest in peace. Rest. Yeah. Um, which, for some reason, Cena decides to put my face on his body on his Instagram every he does. Monday. Oh, wow. It's very strange. But yes, as far as superlatives and monikers, I don't know if I have a ton I'm formerly Biggie Langston. Oh, there you wow. go. Right. I was that was a thing. That, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to be Biggie Langston, but uh -huh. then one day I showed up to work and they yeah. said, you don't have a last name anymore. But yeah, there's, there's many of us. Yeah, you know, we, have, we should have a club, actually. You yeah. should. Of people who've lost their names. Uh, uh, L&L. Last name's lost. Right. L&L. That's not bad. You also did lose all that weight. So you did. Are you still, you're still big. Yeah. Right. That's but you were bigger. Right. I was. So then does the name lose anything or like it might it actually it might used to lose be a bigger e yeah but i'm still big i'm still big like yeah. i still got you know? it you know i'm not right right so yeah that's me yeah Congrats. and last but not least yeah i am kofi kingston no more no less okay right. you know you said a lot in just two words mm -hmm. kofi kingston that yeah. says it all 
Speaking of E losing his last name, have you ever been in danger of losing Kingston? I've never. No, I've <laughs> oh, not. Oh, wow. I've not. <laughs> like Although, Cher, you could just be Kofi. Yeah. I was in danger of becoming the King of the Ring at one point, which would have been- In danger? Three, well, because then it would have been King Kofi Kingston, which yeah. again, which would not have been a good thing, you know? Why not? Well, because of the uh, the acronym. <laughs> Take, it from there. Take it from there. I was like, you want to go down this you know? road? Yeah. I'm not I mean, I was like, you let's just get into it. Let's get into it, you know? <laughs> right. right. Okay, let's... okay. So everybody listening to this for the first time, it's not going to be nonsense the whole time. <laughs> we actually have a little skeleton, if you will. Uh, we have our friend Emilio Sparks helping us out with this. Uh, what up, Emilio? Let the people hear you. Year. What's going on? Yeah. yeah. That's Damn. a very New York thing, in case yeah. you didn't know Yerp. the year. Yeah, yeah. There's oh. no, it's just year, right? There's no P at the end. Oh, yeah, year. Not year. Not your. It's your. Don't get your mind. Don't get your. Like right. Baltimore. I don't know the origins of it. I just know it's a New York thing. So anytime I see somebody that I know in the streets, I'm like your. Yeah. They go your back, and that's it. Wow. Yeah. Call and response. Europe. I like it. Your. Y e r. Your. Or maybe y e r r r r r r. Yeah. 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 For those of you who know who we are, appreciate you following us. And those of you who don't, we kind of want to go into a backstory of where each of us was before the new day. So I'm going to let Kofi. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess I'll start out. Uh, I was I was at a point in my career I was always going to be the guy that came out during a match and, uh, you know, happy-go-lucky. I wasn't Jamaican at that time, but I was also a happy-go-lucky guy that would come out. Oh, so and you just Jamaican know, when you want to be Jamaican. Mm. Pretty much. I as, mean, as a son of a Jamaican, as, that offends me. Yeah. <laughs> son of a Jamaican. Well, yes. yeah. When I, when I first came to WWE, that was like what got me noticed was like playing this Jamaican character. Even before I got signed, I had a tryout with... Uh, Gosh, who was there? Simon Dean, who Nova, Mike Bucci was the head of talent relations at the time. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was there at my tryout. Um, Arn Anderson, Tim Horner, Fit Finley was there. This is when you were at uh, Chaotic. This is when mm-hmm. I was at Chaotic. You know, they'd never seen a Jamaican character, which again, not to toot my own horn, but it's saying a lot when you have all these legends in the room who have never seen something before and you're able to do something that they've never seen. So I got signed based on that. Everyone's mind was blown. Like, oh, Jamaican character, this is great. Uh, like, I remember Johnny Ace when I came to, it was a SummerSlam that same week. It's like, oh, I heard you do a Jamaican gimmick. Well, and everyone was like so excited. I'm like, yeah, I just decided to talk like a Jamaican in promo class. And all of a sudden it was a thing, yeah. you know? And, and the reason I did it was because of the Damian Marley album had come out. Oh, and at God. the time, everyone was saying that like to be in WWE, you had to be a character. So I'm trying to think of a character to play. Damian Marley, Welcome to Jamrock comes on. I start singing along with it. I get to the school and then all of a sudden cut a promo on Ric Flair about him stealing my Jamaican beef patty. Eventually I made it to the main roster, had a lot of great moments, you know, title wins. And, you know, for me, this is all that I've ever wanted to do. So to be able to have those accolades was awesome. I was accomplishing my dream, doing everything that I always wanted to do. I thought I was having fun. And then it got to a point where, like, I would be the happy-go-lucky guy that would come out, have a good match, and end up losing. You know, do some high-flying, unique moves, mm-hmm. lose the match. And that was my character and persona. So I was getting, like, real bored. You know, just mm-hmm. really not fulfilled coming into work. Just, you know, I knew what was going to happen. I didn't really know who I was going to face, but I knew what the match was going to be. And then um, I was approached by Woods and E one day, and they asked me to join this group. They asked me if I was interested in joining a group of guys who, like, were disgruntled with their positions with the company. And I was like, 100%. And the thing is that we were going to be bad guys. We were going to be heels. Little uh, vernacular, heels. Putting the air quotes on them right now. Yeah. (laughs) And I was all about it because uh, I wanted to have a change in my career, number one. And then number two, to be able to use whatever kind of like, I guess, influence or like veteran status that I had to be able to kind of like help you guys out as give well. Us a rub. Yeah, you know, give you the, give you the old yeah, rub. Rub on your boys. If I yeah. could, you know, go ahead and rub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, go ahead, like, rub. you know, like I said, like everybody's had, I've had like great moments and I want like my 
dream is to have everybody in WWE have like great moments because you always have people who are like here and they're disgruntled with the way things are. And to me, that's so sad because this is supposed to be the best job in the world. Mm -hmm. So anything I can do to like promote that was definitely like my goal. So um, I was all about it. And then we got into uh, the new day. And I always say, like, I'm so gracious and fortunate that you guys approached me about doing that, number one, because of where I was in my career. But more importantly, to meet two guys who I consider to be my brothers, it's amazing that we, like, crossed paths mm -hmm. in that way. Because if you didn't have the idea of forming the New Day, we would have been cool, but we wouldn't have had, like, this, I get, like, I'm getting goosebumps, <laughs> you, know, you know, like, thinking about it. And I'll probably say that a lot because I'm a Goosebumps guy. Very, very but, much um, Goosebumps guy. Yeah, I'm just always so appreciative of that to not only have met two guys to where we actually have, like, actual fun. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this, when we, when we got together, that's when I knew that the fun, you know, was real. Yeah. I love you guys, man. Oh, I love y'all, you know? Love you, too. Oh, you know? Look at this. E, what you got? The year was 1986, the day March <laughs> 1st. <laughs> Your boy ripped out the womb. Ripped I was out. yeah, I rocked. Oh. I took my little two paws. <laughs> but I, I uh -huh. made me. Yeah, I ripped through the womb mm. and I jettisoned out. But you want to get? You want to skip the the early no, 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 years? No, no, no. Well, I mean, whatever you feel well, is relevant. You know, okay, uh, let's skip to when I was twenty three. The year two thousand nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, we always, and I know we've told this many times. We we do this typically. When someone asks about our origin, we talk about, we tell Kofi's story and Woods' story and how you guys just were so defiant and always told that you're too small and just all these obstacles placed in your way. Mm -hmm. And it's such a great motivational story about never saying quit and, mm -hmm. and pushing through. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I go last typically and I tell the story of being some failed meathead <laughs> football player loser, loser. Just a real loser who strode in with his big popping pecs and said is this where y'all do the wrestling and they gave me a job that's how it went down that's exactly how it went down i knew nothing about the business so i watched as a kid but i knew nothing I didn't aspire to do this. I just waltzed in. I waltzed my big picture. Yeah, that's it. I need this job y'all got. I need this $500 a week because that's how much it used to be. Yeah, $500 a week. Yeah, that used to get it done. You know, you'd have to find a way to make that work. Anyways, yeah, I was very appreciative of the job. It was startling isn't the right word. It's very, it's jarring to go from an athletic standpoint previously to now becoming a pro wrestler and one of the most unsettling parts for me was how do you deal with being in front of an audience in essentially your underwear and, <laughs> and like getting their attention, especially when you know nothing about wrestling, when you're just learning. I love when people ask if you get nervous about performing at WrestleMania. There's so many people. And I think across the board, it's easier for us because it's just a sea of people. Yeah. What's startling is when you're in Stark, Florida, in front of a dozen people, and no one knows yeah. who you are or cares who you are, and you have to somehow entertain them, and you can hear everyone's separate conversations, yes. and you're suddenly aware that you're half naked, and I kind of got these love handles, and I shouldn't be in trunks right now. So, so that was my early career. Uh, but anyways, I was fortunate enough to finally eventually pick up the business and start to kind of understand things. I got to NXT, and the very first match mm. in full sale history mm -hmm. that no one will ever see, besides nope. the people in that arena, mm. was me 
versus Javier Woods. What a match. Mm. What a match. Who it won was, that I match? I think it was a three-minute dark match. Who won that match? Right? Don't worry about all that. Who won that match? The, no one asked The people that. won that match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. The people. <laughs> the people. Uh, but that was, a, that was a, not a strange episode, but it was. it's interesting to be there for the beginning of NXT and trying to find your footing. Yeah. I remember we just did all squash matches for like three three yeah. hours. Yeah. Because you try to get people off the ground and try to figure out who's who are the stars. But anyways, this is this is, I need to gloss over this. The <laughs> NXT version. We'll get into this. Uh, we'll but get into I found this. the five count, and that worked well for me. I didn't find it. It was given to me, and it worked really well. Uh, let's gloss over that. Job that's, given. That's, five yeah, count given. New Yeah, I worked real hard to be here. You had. Let's come back to that. Let's come back to that. But anyways, I spent a good year and a half on the main roster. Floundering, and I think it was kind of the across the board with all three of us. We were floundering. I think is the best way to put it. I always felt like we were, all three of us were very talented, but before the new day, we were doing next to nothing. Yeah, you know, I, I see title run. I had the IC title run, but it didn't really go that well. And then I ran into Wade Barrett, who, oh, almost, yeah. who almost ruined my career <laughs> because he was this real hot heel at the time, super hot with the, the uh, bad news. I've got Barrett. some bad news, oh, fries, and he used to come with news. that scissor lift. The scissor Bro, lift. the scissor lift was great. And the hammer. And I love Gavel. Wade. I love Wade, and I miss him. He's great in the yeah, locker room man. too. But he just would absolutely <laughs> just, bury sorry. me. I just remember the boring, boring, boring. He'd be up in the scissor lift, what thirty feet I, in the air, just God, berating whoever's yeah. in the ring. And then that. you couldn't do anything because he's so high the, in the air. The worst Brodus? one was a SmackDown with Miz and yeah. Brodus. Oh my! And they're God. out there just trying, and they're also not really plugged into anything at the time, so no one really cares about this match. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, but no one really cared. And they had this oh. short little match. He comes out during the match and he's just on the scissor lift so just high. heckling them do some of that dancing you do do some of that dancing you do I'm getting the wrap up signal anyway but uh, this is a very long I, I love so many elements of this story but we gotta get through it anyways we'll I was floundering at the time and then the new day came along <laughs> we skipped so much let's come back to that let's come back to it I was getting along with it oh, yeah, okay yeah. so I'll, I'll recap so Kofi killing it Tons of title victories, tag team champion, U.S. champion, IC champion, killing it. Everybody loved Kofi. E came on the roster, killing it with Dolph. Hammer fisted AJ Lee in the chest that one time. Let's, let's, let's move on. Let's not talk, talk about, about that, that, man. Talk about that. That was the worst moment of my career. It's killing it as IC champ. For me, I came from Georgia, wrestling in the independence. I uh, was in TNA for a little bit. Got released from TNA, wrestled at New Japan for like one shot, and then got signed while like right before I left, so I couldn't say the whole time. Anyway, I'm in WWE 2010. Everybody's telling me constantly, oh, you got to do something to differentiate yourself because, like, we already have a Kofi. We have a Kofi. And so in the story that Kofi was telling, us coming to Kofi was actually one of the harder things for me to do because my whole career tried to separate myself from Kofi because I was always told, okay, we have a high-energy black guy. You need to be something completely different. And when I made it to the main roster, I wasn't doing anything. I got put into an angle with Brodus Clay where I eventually stole his theme music and then the Funkadactyls. And it was just weird because it was kind of like the gimmick had kind of run its course, and then they tried to give it to me. But in the backstories of the Fungosaurus, mm. when Bray was given to Brodus, Brodus tried to convince him to give it to me because we'd run these practice matches so they could figure out how he's going to do all these dancing moves. And they made us do them four weeks in a row because every time we sent a match, they said, oh, no, Woods is, like, doing this better than you. Because that was my, that's my, that was my thing at the time. Right. Yeah. And Brodus is like, well, they give it to him. So long story short, he gets the Fungosaurus thing. Once it runs its course, they go, oh, here, you can have this. <laughs> oh, can. It's like, wait, after you guys milked it for all the money with the merchandise, everything you could do with it in the ring, everything you could do with it backstage, now I get it. Thanks. But legitimately, at the same time, thank you, because it was an opportunity to be on TV in, like, minutes or money. And then was R-Truth's friend, 
That's how I debuted places. That's how I debuted in TNA as R Truth's friend. Yeah, that's right. I debuted here as R Truth's friend. So I was I was doing nothing. We had a handicap match with Rusev where Rusev beat me up before he had the match with Truth. So like literally nothing. And I just got mad. That was the night that I got upset and I went into the writer's room and was like, Hey, I want to do like a, like a weird nation domination thing. What always popped me was <laughs> so we all talked. It was supposed to be the new nation of, uh, of well, domination. That was, that, no, 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 not not when I first brought it to you. That was what I said in the writer's room thing. Right. But then that's not the idea that I went with the three of us. What was it with the three of us? I Just thought guys? it was militant. Uh, it was, well, it was disgruntled, disgruntled. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, I feel like the difference between like us and the nation was that we weren't promoting any kind of like, you know, racial anything. It was just legitimately being like. I thought we were kind of dancing around it. We were kind no. of using thinly veiled. I, I was not. I think it was I like was. aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So I can but, I can understand. There's like there maybe like shades shades of it because the, our shade is brown. Right. And so yeah. people were like, oh man, it's a nation domination. I was like, you exactly. never called the whites no. the Godwins. Right. 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 And that's like the same thing. And then I think when people started trying to like label it, we took it upon ourselves to be like, no, you don't get to tell us what it is. Exactly. Right, right, we're gonna make it into whatever we want yeah. it to be. You know, and kind of like took ownership of it yeah. that way. The nation thing is the first thing that you pitched, but then you would I think you got on Twitter a few times and you would just angrily respond to people that dared to think this was the new nation of domination. Yeah, that's the first thing that I said when I like the the incarnation. But they didn't know this. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) If you've only seen what has been presented on this table, this smorgasbord of greatness. And then you're like, oh, nation. How it's dare like, you make that? Well, I, don't exactly. know if, I don't know if it was great at the time. Well, to, to, to me, it was, yeah. it was all I had. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it had to be great. It was all I had. It's a new day. Yes, it is. So I sat and thought about it for a few weeks. And that's when I realized this idea that we had in development called the plan. It was the people's liberation of American nationalism. It was me, E, Saxton, and Abe Washington. The new day is kind of an evolved thought of that. But it was essentially people who were not happy with their position in the company and wanted more from themselves and from their job. And so that's when um, I went and talked to E about it. And we kind of shot a bunch of different things and pre-tapes and kicking back and forth ideas. And that's when it really hit me. Like, none of this is really clicking. None of it is really working. And I was like, I think we need a third person for this to actually work. And he's like, who? And I was like, I think we need to get Kofi. For me, like I said, it was like, this is either going to absolutely destroy my career or it's going to be the best thing ever. So that's when we went and talked to you and, and you were down. And then that's when the hustle started. Do you remember that conversation? I remember it like yesterday. I was sitting on a crate, you know, and then when you guys came up and you started having the conversation with me, I, like everything just like kind of clicked. That was what I wanted. That was the change that I was looking for. And, you know, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry I don't mean to like cut you off. No, 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 no. That's it's got like a flashback ends. of it, like me sitting on that crate and you guys both coming up to me and explaining this whole idea. And then just like, we can make this work. You know, but so. I, I remember having a conversation with you, Woods, beforehand. You were all in on Kofi. My only reservation was I thought it we needed to be heels for it to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought they will never turn mm-hmm. Kofi heel. He's the Ricky Steamboat is actually how I think people from the office described you. He's a baby face his entire career. He's just that in, in a good way. Right. And, and uh, consummate baby. Face. Right, right. Right. That's right. how people that described you. Right. So I, that was my reservation. Uh, and I, honestly, to backtrack a little bit, you talked about your handicap match with our truth mm-hmm. against Rusev. That was Extreme Rules 2014. Jeez. And yeah, it's shocking. And the only reason I remember that is because that was the same night that I dropped, dropped the, the IC title to Wade Barrett. It's wild to me how all the pieces came together separately because at the time I was told from producers that the office thought that I was born. That's something that they they wanted me to try. Like at one point, one of the producers told me, hey, can you juggle? Or (laughs) they legit wanted me to juggle. I suppose have a match and then 
bust out some juggling. It's a celebration. They also oh. asked me if I wanted to do some peck dancing, which is it's kind of funny now because yeah. it's yeah. it's yeah, a peck dance just to, to yeah. pop myself. But but, but at if the they time, ask you, no, oh, yeah, yeah, you, same thing, right, right. Up. Like, yeah, like, when we, like when we see something in a script, like says, oh, this, this this is the point where they get on the table and dance. I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm doing yeah, you mean, how, how dare table. you write in that we dance on a table? So the pieces really aligned for me. And that same day, I was actually told by Road Dog that, hey, you need to get into pre-tapes and work on some stuff. Because it seemed like they liked me, but essentially the message was, we have nothing for you. And you're going to drop the IC title. And you're pretty much on your own. So you need to get in there and just try some stuff. So I remember I got in there with Road Dog and with Dave Kapoor, and we just tried some stuff. And that was when the preacher voice was born, yeah. actually, mm-hmm. because I just I was just throwing different promo styles at the wall. And I was really didn't want to do the preacher voice because I came up in the church and I didn't want to be blasphemous or disrespectful. Yeah. But I said, I just got to try something here. And I actually told Road Dog that, look, hey, I don't want this to be disrespectful by any means. But this is something that I was I was raising. This is something I know. But it boggles my mind how we were all in separate places mm-hmm. but also in the same space as far as floundering in our career yeah. and knowing that we we needed something yeah it was kind of the uh, perfect storm of things yeah, and so yeah. from having that conversation uh with kofi and him accepting doing this with us things got super super weird for like seven eight months there was a guy who used to work here by the name of michael notarali and so oh boy yeah that's he's he's our he's our fourth member so, uh, so he was technically my writer because he was supposed to be in charge of, of me and my stuff, uh, my transition from NXT to the main roster. Even before I started talking to E about stuff, I'd always talk to him, and I was making vignettes on my own, sending them to him. Like, I don't know, maybe like two or three different characters, like a week it felt like, just making different videos, hoping something would stick, and not really getting any sort of like positive feedback from higher-ups on what I was doing. So I was like, okay, well, I'll keep trying something new. But then when I told him about this idea with E and Kofi, everything kind of clicked and we put all of our chips into that. And so it'd be the four of us constantly at TV, just off in a corner. And people would come by and just like make fun of us for always being together. Like, oh, what are you guys even working on? What are you doing? And then once it kind of came to the formation that, oh, they're trying to start a group. That's when more people started coming and ragging on us. Like, Kofi didn't get dumped on. We got dumped on. Me From and a he. big show? Yeah. We give credit to Big Show because he was the one person who apologized. The only one. Actually, he's the only one who apologized. Uh, Big Show said uh, some terrible things to me and Woods and how Kofi was wasting his time with us. We're it wasn't even to down. you. It was to me, but the, you guys are standing right, right there. there. So, like, and it wasn't a joke, really. And this no. is a desperate. It's not a, the time for jokes either. We're all trying to get uh, our careers off the ground. The fact that you would meet so much resistance by trying to, to better yourself and try to improve your career is wild to me because there was, so, like you said, in so many different facets from talent to backstage people, there's so many people who, and a lot of it we heard behind it was behind our backs, but thankfully- We have ears everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think one of the best, like Mikey's like, you know, still one yeah. of my closest friends yeah. for sure. And, and all three of us, we have a very close relationship with. And one of the best things I think with our relationship was understanding the process because he was a writer and in the meetings, we got to better understand when to pitch, when to go to talk to Vince, like to get a better temperature of the room because mm. that's the one of the things that I wish more talent had a better understanding of right. is how the creative process works because it's such a massive body as far as the creative team is concerned, mm-hmm. but there's so many different tiers. They're like the entry-level writers, they're the senior writers, yeah. they're producers, and you don't really know who to go to. And oftentimes you get so much feedback in the meetings that never actually gets to you. Right. So mm-hmm. I didn't find right. out that that the office thought I was boring or that I needed something until it was too late in the eyes of the people who mattered as far as booking is concerned. And that's one of the things that I always wish worked better in this machine 
is that you had more instant feedback from creative that you got an opportunity to talk to the decision makers and say, hey, this is where we see a deficit in your character, in your work or whatever it is. And so that we can all address that. And that's one of the things that was really eye-opening working oh, with, yeah. with Mike. And, like, we're real lucky to have someone like Mike, too, because even in terms of, like, pitching ideas, right, sometimes an idea can live and die based on the passion that's behind it. For now sure. we pitch all of our own stuff. Mm-hmm. But back then, Mike would be pitching something, and he yep. would pitch things passionately where not every writer has that ability, you know. People are intimidated by Vince or intimidated to, like, pitch something with confidence or in the culture of kind of crapping on everything they'll pitch it with a little bit of a cynicism and all of a sudden you know everyone's laughing at us and you're supposed to be the person who's supposed to like be you know lifting your superstar up Mm -hmm. and we're so lucky to have had mike who believed in us you know and pitched things passionately and then also like when to pitch certain things or like how you put the you know the the language that you use around what you pitch it because you say one red flag word or whatever it is uh, and and all of a sudden the whole thing is done so just having that insight is so beneficial yeah one thing that uh i learned from one of my buddies is that the way that wrestlers pitch stories, the end always is, and then I win the title. Yeah. <laughs> and so always tried to make sure that that was never anything that we ever talked about. Yeah. But, uh, but through this whole process, to be able to sit and formulate these ideas, and it was always, always something weird. Like we never, obviously, eventually we did, but I feel like in the beginning, we obviously didn't know what it was going to be or what it was going to grow into. It's always mm-hmm. been an evolving thing, even, even now. So like, Props was talking to me today, like, hey, when are you switching off pancakes? I was like, I don't know, something has to happen. Right. Like, pancakes just happen. Cereal right. just happen. But even in the in the vein of finally getting in and talking to Vince and filming those vignettes and showing him. I always felt, and I think we always felt, that it's a lot easier for him to see this, just to see a 30-second backstage mm-hmm. or, or a promo and see exactly how this could fit onto my show as opposed to maybe the image that we all have in our head is different than if we're just describing it to him, it might not be the same. So we spent a lot of time, man, I remember during the period of pitching, I felt like every day we were home, uh, a lot of that time was consumed with texting each other, Mm -hmm. with emailing each other, which is honestly, I'm so glad we emailed each other because recently when we decided to talk about all this stuff for the podcast, we forgot so much. We forget this is five years ago. So much, especially the list. Actually, there's a, f- a couple different lists of names, and I think we've compiled them all, and so many that we forgot that we'll eventually get to for the trio. But it, it always felt like it was just better to show him this is what this is going to look like, this is what these promos are going to sound like, as opposed to just telling him, hey, these are the ideas, because it's just so up in the air, and oh, who yeah. knows if he sees things yeah. differently. Well, right. that's, that's, a, that's a dusty thing that he would teach us in promo class right. when we were in FCW, was, so a new horror movie's coming out. I could tell you about it, but you might want to see it after that, but if you watch the trailer... My God, right. you're going to love it. He's like, right. make trailers. Yeah. It's like, wow. Okay, right. so that's that's what we were doing. Yeah. And we made one called The Problem Solvers because we're like, well, what can this be? Like, how can this be uh, a babyface thing? And so we were essentially solving people's problems. So, like, there was a clip where somebody was, like, smoking a cigarette, and smacked <laughs> it out of his mouth and gave him a banana instead. So uh, I got to find that and we can. Yeah, we can it was real lighthearted. But th- that was even after we did uh, for a month, several months, I think, of doing the more militant stuff. So we did the militant stuff. And then he who shall not be named decided that this is not the direction I want. So we, he wanted something with some more levity. That's why we, w- why we went to mm-hmm. the problem solvers right. and did that for a bit. Everybody that we showed absolutely loved it. Finally, week after week after week after after getting in here and doing this, the office told us, uh, you know, sit, wait, we're going to get back to you in a few weeks and we'll, we'll, we'll have something. So, okay, cool. So a few weeks passes, we get called back into the office and say, okay, we got it. You guys are going to be preachers. Yeah. It was like, 
Oh, because when we when we when we first came into the meeting, we said, "Hey, there's 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 three archetypes in wrestling for black wrestlers. You're either the big strong black guy, which was E. You're either the foreign black guy, which at one time was Kofi, or you're the dancing black guy, which was me. And those are the three characters that black guys and girls have. And we want to make sure that we are none of those because we want to make something new and make sure that kids understand that you can be whatever you want, regardless of shape, color, race, gender, whatever. And then we were told you guys be preachers, and we're like, that. Well, that kind of <laughs> you, you didn't hear what we said at all. But to kind of address this point, too, we were told we had the meeting. It was just the four of us in a room with he who shall not be named. <laughs> and and uh, we were told, you know, guys, I'm sorry for all the months of the back and forth. I got it. I finally got it. It hit me like a bolt of intuition. This is the idea. And we're all sitting there yeah. just because we don't know. We're all sitting there. <laughs> I got it. You're preachers. You're, you're inspirational speakers. <laughs> My God. Yeah. And then... We're all kind of yeah, like doing our best bro, to say, but we're looking at each other like, yeah. uh, but what can thing, you say when he, yeah. cause it wasn't you, you after, after pitching with him for a while and, and talking to him, you have an understanding of when there's some flexibility exactly. and when maybe there's some push pull here or when he's like, Nope, this is the idea. And you better find a way to make this work. Right. So when he told us I have an idea for vignettes and all that, it was, Oh, this idea is not good, yeah. but we have an opportunity. And so to hear that we're preachers, we're like, oh, yeah, ooh, <laughs> this I'll one. Never forget that. This is gonna I'll be harder than we thought. I'll be, and, and that was the point. We had been traveling together for like you know every weekend, talking on text or whatever, five months straight. You know, really had our connection. So we're all sitting there like smiling and nodding at Vince <laughs> with the opportunity, but we can all hear each other in our heads like, no, this is never gonna work. What are you doing, preachers? No, and we're just smiling and nodding like, yep. <laughs> we'll take the opportunity of it, like the biggest contrast in what was happening. First, we got music. This music was the the <laughs> oldest. This was horrible. gospel from the 1730s. Horrible. It, so was, it was so old and bad and just like we heard it. And like, no, you know what? Maybe we got to listen to it like in the car. So we plugged it into the car, <laughs> turn, turn the bass up better. all the way. Yeah, like, ah, maybe, maybe with headphones on. <laughs> Put the headphones on, turn the bass up all the way. Ah, this... I remember that too. This is not this is not working, not helping. And so I remember this vividly yeah. because um, you guys were doing something and the office wanted to talk to us. And so, but I was the only one available. So they just brought me in yeah. and like, hey, what do you think about the music? And I was like, still at the time, it's like, uh. and he's like, what do you think? And I was like, he goes, honest answer. And I was like, this is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, he's like, well, what do you mean? What would, what would you guys do? And that's when I pulled up Stomp. Yeah, like, frankly, like, we let him listen yeah. to stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, if we're yeah. gonna do gospel stuff, it's like it needs to be like this. Like people like this. He's like, oh, okay, cool. And then what was it? Like two weeks later, a week later, yeah, we had Jim the, Johnson the chef Jim Johnson, Johnson, chef it up, Jim cooked it up, my five Lord. course meal. What a what a human. So we have what our, what is our current music? And so I remember the office uh, going up there and and being so excited. Okay, we got the, we got the music, we got yeah. the music, and yeah. it's us four and Road Dog in there. And as the music comes on, we're like, oh, okay, okay. And then he's tapping his foot, he's tapping, dancing. and it's so loud. <laughs> it was so, so loud. I had to bite this, my bottom lip because I thought it was, I thought it was a joke. You I, never I, seen I, Vince McMahon dance like this. This he who, who shall not be named. Oh, you oh, keep sorry, saying sorry, it. Sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry, don't sorry, name sorry, him. Sorry, sorry. Editing. Uh, yeah, the the guy. You've never seen this man dance like this. You've never seen him. It, it was incredible, incredible. So that was a very good, lighthearted moment. So at that point, we had the music, and we are feeling good about it. We went and did the vignettes, and we felt pretty good about them yeah. because there, the production value was high on them. We had a bunch of people there. Like, it was, it was fun. It was it good. It was fun. Yeah. And so sitting at TV, watching them finally be played, and then, like, going on the internet, 
and watching <laughs> everyone just trash. Not everyone. Watching some people just trash. The like, because mine was first. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, we could see this. Like, he does dancing stuff. This might actually, like, be something for him. And then Richard yours, they go, oh, no, they're putting E with Woods. He's done. He's done. <laughs> and then the next week, Kofi's like, no, don't put Kofi with them. We could save so Kofi many still. Oh, my God. I was like, I feel like the internet saw me as, like, the anchor just bringing the <laughs> ship down. Like, this guy hasn't done a thing. He'll never amount to anything. No. Oh, man. And so, uh, so finally, when we came out, and we, we got Pyro, though. We did get Pyro. Which was a huge yes. win for me. The sprinkling Pyro. Yeah. That's my yeah. favorite. Real deal. That was on my list to scratch off. When we're the going through the thing. entrance, we're being told you got to clap bigger, clap, clap higher, clap hands higher, jump around. Just awful. With these entrances, they're telling us clap higher, you know, jump over <laughs> yeah, here, jump over there. Unbelievable. Like, what is what is what happening? Doing? Like, you know, they're not gonna they're not gonna feel the energy if the hands aren't up yeah. above your head clapping. You clap yeah. up like this. It, it was, was, and the people that are telling—I mean, not for nothing—you know—the people that are telling <laughs> us to like clap and like have rhythm don't really have that much rhythm themselves. With the exception of Road Dog, Road Dog yeah, got a little rhythm, look, but at the same yeah, time, like yeah. we, no one's micro. You know, no one cares how high we clap. Yeah. Don't tell me to like come down and clap and you know what I'm saying? Put my hands way over my head and like come but on. But it man. was so micromanaged. It was legit. Hey, at this point, I think you should go to the back of the ring. You stand oh, yeah. here while you take that corner. It was so micromanaged. Yeah. And then remember when they uh I was like, this is bad enough. And then remember they added the mics? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> and then we're like, how are we supposed to clap? We got these mics exactly. and we're supposed to talk and clap. So when we were trying to figure out our entrance, we figured out how we want to do our entrance on house shows. So we'd come out, we'd all pose, you know. Eh, wrestling pose yeah. go down the ramp and then whoever wasn't wrestling would stop the other two and we would do this <laughs> oh this is so, <laughs> so stupid bad. it was bad. Yeah, what I are thought we doing? it was hot at the time I know yes. yes all of us a good idea yeah so so let's say I'm not wrestling we would do this we get to the end of the ramp and say do it for the day yeah, I ain't gonna do it do it for the day I ain't, I ain't gonna, gonna do it. it do it for the day I ain't, I ain't gonna, gonna do it and then turn around and be like because that was that was a vine that was, that was, it was it do it for the do it for the vine do it for the vine yeah 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 but it just now there's a picture of us and it's you're not wrestling and you're like about to send us off and kofi and i are like running <laughs> to the ring it's okay so we, have we were all trying that. things we were yeah, you know we were yeah and, but the, i think going back to your point about the house shows and live events i'm so thankful for some reason Hayes agreed to months before when we were trying to do the pitching process. I think that's what really made the bond solidified. 100%. Was the fact that we got all the, we're going to Kalamazoo and all these town, little towns we're going to. We're getting time in the car. We always rode together. We're getting time in the car to talk about ideas, to mm -hmm. pitch ideas, to talk about new gear, to talk about what we want to wear. This is when we had time during live events beforehand. We'd go out to a store and buy whatever little props we needed to shoot stuff. I think that time was integral because not only did we uh, get to build our chemistry outside of the ring, but we got to build it in the ring too. We had to have, we got the opportunity to do so many, we do just, just do random tags. So we got to work together a lot and build. So we, by the time we actually got to November and debuted, we were hitting the ground running. It wasn't yeah. us trying to figure out, hey, what do we do here? We got that bonding time. And it's so hard to remember because I remember we got on TV together in July, mm -hmm. but we were doing stuff together before then yes. on house shows, right? Yeah. House so shows. I can't even remember. I know it was, it was around May. Where we, we had talked, to be extreme rules. Yeah. I think it was like, shortly, shortly after, after May. We we just talked, went to Hayes, and I said, yeah. "Hey, can we get booked as a trio? We want to be right. together as a tag." And then, coincidentally enough, you and I were also booked as friends on TV. So we'd come out and have random tag matches right. with each other, like that battle royal. You know, we ended up doing some collaborative stuff. So In Tampa. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that bond was already. But, but, that's, but that's only because we shoehorned Thanks to Mike, we yeah. talked to Mike and say, how can we get this idea together? And we know a lot of times 
on WWE TV, if you can find a way to put something on TV, we can go the next week in the meeting and say, hey, well, they were together uh, and they were a tag team. So we're like, at least let's get me and Kofi off the ground. And I think it started where... Uh, I had a match with Cesaro. Cesaro beat me up, and then you cut a promo, the ne- like one of those box promos, yeah. and you talked about my friend Biggie. How dare you beat up my friend Biggie? And that was before we started tagging. So it was just us. It was these weekly struggles and fights to not build this whole faction, but let's take one step. Yeah. Let's build a connection between me and Kof, and then we can eventually get to the three of us. So it was these little micro battles on a weekly basis of let's just find a way to get this one line about Biggie being my friend into a Kofi promo, and then the next week we can say, hey, he said this, now they can tag together. So it was just these little fights every mm-hmm. single week for months and months and months and sometimes we won sometimes we got the opportunity and then sometimes we had stuff shut down we had to go back to the drawing board but that process however long that was of half a year mm-hmm. or longer of <gasps> pitching yo at yeah. theater oh, oh god man. i thought this about is, that this is gonna it's, end up being five <laughs> hours thinking about all the things you're right but that was at that theater, theater was, was a huge. big part That's of our huge. connection huge. that is the only okay so before New Day even started, before the idea of the three of us even started to come to be, I would do stuff on .com. So at yeah. the time, they had that second screen thing where you could be in the app oh, yeah. watching the second screen, like right. during commercials and stuff like that, and just like throughout the show. And so many times, for months, I feel like I'd always be at .com because I'm always was on the shows. I was like, I want to do something. So I'd go and like interview people. I'd just talk about the show, do whatever I could to, to be on some form of WWE programming. Mm. And so then eventually, once we started doing all this, and that's when we started doing skits so if you go if you go back there's one where we're in a hallway with Saxton because we're not a team yet at that point we're starting to interact with people we would do like old promos from back in the day as those characters he and I did Goldberg's entrance because Goldberg was coming back so like I'm wearing a security shirt playing Goldberg's music as we're walking through were you big show and I was big boss man you were big boss. Man. I was. I was definitely you big were, boss. You man. were big boss man. Yeah. We read the. We did the. We did the promo where Big Boss Man uh, took Big Show's dad's corpse oh, in yeah. a casket. Wow, wow, my daddy, wow. Yeah. So uh, there's, there's, there's so many. There's more so things. So many. Ladies and gentlemen, we're coming up on our time. We are yeah. being told to wrap it up because yeah. we talk too much, and we have been given. The, the deep squat, the Emilio. Deep squat. Emilio yeah, came Emilio over in a sparks. real deep He's squat. He came over like in a, a deep catcher. squat. That was the sign that we're done. That he wants us to move on. He was. Look at him. Get, look at him. Emilio, get low. That's wow. the wrap up sign. Wow. Oh, yeah, that is, yeah. Yeah. Wrap He's up. saying wrap we, it up. Make sure you follow us on our socials. Mine being at Xavier Woods PhD on Twitter and Instagram, and you can use the hashtag New Day Pod to talk about what you're hearing in your ear holes right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm at WWE Biggie on Instagram and on Twitter. But per usual, I don't need your follows. You think I need you to follow me? You think I need that? You think I lay awake, rolling around at night, tossing and turning about your lack of follow? No, I don't need it. And per usual, if you follow me, unfollow me. Because I don't appreciate you. I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Kofi? I should have I should have I should have gone second. Uh, you you can't follow me if you choose to uh, at True Kofi on the Twitter and at the True Kofi on Instagram. Uh, mm. And a little more for me. Check me out at up up down down without videos, and you can catch me Twitch.tv slash Austin Creed. But 
if you want to give some love to this podcast, you're yes. going to tell you something. Choose your preferred streaming service, how you like to hear the sweet, dulcet tones of our voice. Mm. Yeah, hit subscribe. Give us a five-star review. How many stars is that? One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> five. Give your boy five stars on Apple Podcasts to help get the word out. And if you got an Android, you can follow the New Day Feel the Power on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, Google Podcasts. That way, you never miss an episode. Don't miss one. Keep on listening, because next time, what we have for you is a gift. You want to tell them what that gift is, E? Oh, it is the list of names. I believe we have over 60 Mm. potential names that we were given prior to being called the New Day. We didn't know what we wanted to be called. And the office... And their Ugh. infinite wisdom came up with a list of just doozies. Mm. I remember the first time getting these lists. There's two separate lists. And boy. Boy. <laughs> you know what? You know what? As a little teaser, can we give them two names? Two names give, from give, the give, list? Give them, give two? Them two names. Do we? Two names. Shall we? Should we? Two names from the list. I don't want to give away the best ones now. Uh, one. Uh, you pick one and Kofi pick okay, one. Okay, I'll pick one. The Beat. B E A T. Like that song? Come on, man. We got the beat. What are we, we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> And and, and number two, Million Man Ministry. <laughs> no, that's not Get real. The- <laughs> that's not Get real. The- Get out of here. We'll see you next time. Thank yes. you for joining us on the new day. Yeah, feel the power. Yeah. See you guys later. <laughs>